Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, the ultimate destination for principals, leaders, and educators. That's right. We're diving deep into the important stuff, the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work-life balance, and mastering the art of being an effective leader. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating world of life and leadership. So whether you're a principal, leader, a busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to make a positive impact in the world, this podcast is for you. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. You like to go to the dentist? <laughs> I'm serious. Do you like to go to the um, dentist? I mean, it doesn't bother me, I guess. I mean, I don't look forward to it, but it's not... I, no, it doesn't bother me. Why? Yeah, I, uh, Why? Did you have no, a bad I experience? Wanted, no, I, I just... Because I was at the dentist today, and I you know, I sat there, and um, I always have a good... You know, I have a good experience. Yeah. I, I really like the place I go and the work that they do and all that stuff. So, But I know some people just no. really I, don't like it. Actually, sometimes I fall asleep. When they're cleaning your yeah, teeth, yeah, I like I like nod off and I like jerk and stuff because I'll twitch. I'll, I, yeah, they're probably giving you some illegal drugs <laughs> that you don't even know and trying it's to the knock same, you out. It's the same thing when I do an MRI. When I go into the MRI machine, I fall asleep. You I know, mean, you the, have to, the sounds yeah. like a construction project happening, but for whatever reason, it is so it's so relaxing to me. I don't know. I like More it. Good like you, tight I, places. I don't know. Oh man, I, that's yeah. I, I don't mind the dentist. It was good. It was good to get the teeth cleaned today and get get those checked because really, you know, there's so much too. I was, you know, you know me. I'm like a little nerd. I start mm-hmm. reading about stuff and the the importance of your your dental hygiene and your teeth and your and how that impacts your overall health and all that stuff. And so I was actually asking some questions to my dentist and my dental hygienist today. So they were laughing with me today because they, you know, I was, I, I, was saw out, I was nerding out in there today. A recent episode by the Huberman lab is on that topic of oral hygiene. Oh, you know what? I, I didn't yeah. listen to it and I didn't read, I didn't even read the description, but I just saw it and I'm like, huh, that's nerdy. <laughs> I have, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to, you know what? Now I'm going to have to listen to that. Yeah. yeah. I, I will listen to that. Hey, you ready to go here today? I'm let's ready. get this thing going. Let's do it. Let's raise the frequency. Let's get after it. Yeah. Let's go spread some good out into the podcast universe. Episode 2P63. We are excited to be checking in with you today, wherever you are listening. If you're in your car, if you're in your kitchen, if you're on the couch, if you're working out, if you're outside. If you're putting away the dishes, whatever you're doing, we are excited that you are listening to the 2P Pod. I'm Jason Paris. Hey, and I'm Kevin Jost. And we are the Two Principles. Hey, if this is your first time tuning into the 2P Pod, thanks for joining us. If you are returning back to us, we appreciate you coming back. We know you've got a wealth of choices out there. Um, Ultimately, we just want to thank you for sitting down and uh, taking a little time to check in with us today. Love it. Hey, and we are two principals. We are in the trenches of the principalship every single day. Kevin and I like hanging out. We enjoy life and we are on a mission to try to get better at what we do overall every single day. So we are on our journey and hopefully you are on your journey to a healthier and happier you. One step at a time, one conversation at a time. 
really quick, you can check us out at twoprinciples.com. There you can find our blog. We put out a weekly blog post on Sundays. Kevin and I sit around. We talk about just different topics that we think can uh, help us out. And hopefully it's helping you out. It's really quick. We don't really go too in-depth, but we give just some really good things to be thinking about. Maybe some questions, maybe some strategies, maybe some challenges that can help you out along your way. Also check us out on all our social media accounts. You can find us there at Two Principles. We love to engage with people out there in the pot or actually in the social media universe there. We, there's a lot of great things out there, Kevin. I really, we've, we've met a lot of cool people through social media in our 2P pod community and, and very grateful for just the people that are out there connecting with us and all that other stuff. So the internet's big. <laughs> it is right? big. But it's weird because at the same time, it has this sense of, of community and an intimacy that that somehow makes it feel small but at the same time it's very weird it is it is and and, and like i said you and i have got to meet some pretty cool yeah, people and for sure really grateful for them and just grateful for the time so yeah interact with us on social media we love to uh yeah give us a follow uh and we enjoy getting to know all of you out there in the social media world and the podcast world here so Kevin and I, what we like to talk about is mental health, physical health, stress management, leadership, work-life integration, really trying to optimize the overall well-being. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about time management. And Kevin, you and I have talked about this just because we're, we're, we're heading into March. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're going to be in the March time and that's a busy time. And what are some strategies? What are some things we can do uh, to help us with time management. And there's a lot of stuff that you and I have read here on time management and how it really impacts a leader, a principal, an educator, if they're not, if they're not utilizing or not taking care of some of the time management things, because there's a lot of negative effects when it comes to that stress being one. And then that can deal with your mental health, physical yeah. health, and it just can spiral. So we're going to talk about time management today, which I'm super excited about. But we do have a song for today's show, Kevin. What is it? It's uh, I like this band, by go. the way. I'm going to make sure I pick the right one. Can you name it? Iconic intro. Time of Your Life by Green Day. That's right. Yeah, that's the one oh, thing. Yeah. Nostalgia. It is nostalgia. Yeah, and this is... Uh, <laughs> That's right. Back to a time when you had less to worry about, fewer yeah. responsibilities. I was a big, I was a big Green Day fan. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't like, you know, I didn't follow them or go to their concerts or anything like that. But you didn't write them? No, I didn't. But you know, this re- this reminds me of college. It reminds me of you know, oh, just sure. yeah. hanging around, hanging out, and just yeah. Good stuff. Have the time of your life. That's our uh, anthem for today's show. That song conveys a message of cherishing moments and making the most of your time. And that's what we're going to talk about, time management, which aligns with the importance of effective time management for school principals. So the anthem, Time of Your Life by Green Day. Love it. Uh, Thanks for playing that, pal. Hey, we got the random question of today's show. All right, what do you got? Is this, this going to be another dumb one that I have? Probably. <laughs> you like my questions. I know you do. I spend a lot of time just digging around and saying, what would Kevin like to answer today? 
All right. So the random question of today's show, here's a thought-provoking, would you rather question related to time management? Okay. Hmm. So Kevin, would you, or listeners out there, would you rather have the ability to pause time for 30 minutes every day to catch up on tasks or have the power to speed up time for a whole hour every day to get ahead of your schedule? You got to pick one or the other. Okay, wait a minute. I have a clarifying question. When you say speed up time for you a whole hour. You always have no, a I, 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 I get, I get, I think too deeply about these things, but are you saying like... I, I can move faster. Like I can get an hour's worth of stuff done yes. in a shorter mm-hmm. amount of time. Is that what you mean yep, by so, that? Yep. You will have the power to speed up time for a whole hour every day to get ahead of your schedule. So you'll have that. It's almost like you, it's almost like a extra oh, hour. That's a tough one. Um, originally I would, my instinct was going to say pause the time pause? because I don't want to like wish time away. But if you're saying I could speed up, time and it's only related to like tasks one and hour. getting things done one hour to get ahead of, to get ahead on your schedule i i guess i'd go with that and i'm gonna my logic is gonna be because then i'd be able to free myself up to spend time with family or friends or do something um meaningful i'm gonna go yeah. with that logic okay yeah yeah i don't know both of them you know you does think that mean i get 25 hours in a day instead of 24 uh, well I mean, we can make up the rules here. Do you want to have 25 other than 24? I mean, just have an extra hour. Yeah, yeah, it would be. The, yeah. But the thing is, is then you get that extra hour, you're probably going to add more and then you're going to yeah, want another hour. True. But, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, obviously mindfulness and being present. And so I was thinking about this and I too, I don't know which one I would actually pick. I do like the, when I hear the word pause, mm-hmm. that for some for some reason, pause, that, that, that word pause has just, I like the, the, just the feeling or the emotion mm-hmm. that goes with just pause, just slow down, pause for the 30 minutes. So I'm going to, I'm going to say that I'm going to go a little different than you, um, to catch up on tasks, but yeah, today's topic, uh, time management, I think something you and I have worked on, continue to work on, uh, we have conversations on this topic. We try to read up on this topic because there's all sorts of gadgets and things out there that can help. But again, trying not to be overwhelmed. Hey, thanks for playing along, Kevin, on the uh, random question of today's show. I appreciate that. Does that mean for a half an hour, everyone else is not moving, but you are, if you're pausing time? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) (laughs) Go around and like mess with them and like leave stuff in their hair. Uh, or or yeah. put a bunch of stuff on their desk. Yeah. Hey, you didn't get yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> they come back and there's a pile of papers. Uh, That'd be good. Yeah. That'd hey, good. I saw this uh, um, really quick. I, did, I saw this uh, out. I don't know where I saw it. If I saw it on the internet, if I saw it on social media, but it's all about people know you by your name and the outside of what you, what's going on the, on the outside, but they don't know your story, right? They don't, they don't know what you've done. And, you know, I had always say it's so easy to look at somebody from the outside and, and make assumptions, make judgments, um, you know, based on maybe their behavior that's happening. But really, if you don't really get to know somebody or really know what's happening on the inside and their journey, where they've been, what they've gone through, it really, uh, it, it, it really doesn't 
it it doesn't matter what people think of you because they don't know actually what's happening on the inside. So my whole point of why I'm trying to say this here, Kevin, I know I feel like I'm stumbling around on this, but it's not what others think. It's what you think about yourself that counts is really, that's that's really what I want to get at here. The message of it's not really what others think. It's, it's really what you think about yourself. But I guess what I was trying to go with is the challenge of really be aware when you're walking around in the world, maybe you're walking around your building, you're seeing students, you're seeing staff members. We don't know the whole story. Mm-mm. We don't know the whole story. And so it's really easy. And I'm I'm at fault to this. I, you know, it's easy to make a judgment or make a quick assumption about something without really getting to know somebody. So that that's my piece there. What do you have to say about that? It, it makes me think a lot about the interactions that we have with our students. Um, you know, being in the principalship, arena, we have the ability and the opportunity to have, I think, way more in-depth conversations with kids. Um, you know, we talk to them in our office and, you know, teachers, teachers get to see kids and interact with them, you know, in fleeting moments, right? I mean, they don't, yeah, they're in class with them, but they're also in class with 40 other kids. Mm-hmm. When, when you and I have the opportunity to sit down with a student, Sometimes we might sit with them for an hour and wow, you can learn a lot about a person in 60 minutes. Absolutely. And you it, can. And it absolutely changes. I know I, it does for me. It changes my perspective on, on students. Once I have an opportunity to sit down and talk to them and learn about their family, learn about some of the things they're struggling with, learn about their dreams, learn about, um, you know, their friendships and, and just all of that. It, it makes a, profound difference. And so that's what I was thinking about when you were bringing that up. Totally. And I absolutely, I think the, the relationships, the connections, all the stuff that we get an opportunity to do are so, that's why it's so important, those relationships and the connections. But so the two things I guess I would, I would just say with this again, is just really, uh, as you're walking through the halls or you're walking around the world, we don't know what anybody else has really gone through or going through. Uh, without really getting yeah. to know that, and then on the other, on the other flip side of it, in the end, it's not what others think; it's it's mm-hmm. what you think about yourself that really counts. So when you're thinking about yourself, just yeah. you know, some people can just be asses, and you know what, they're just going to be asses, mm-hmm. and you're just going to have to keep keep going on. So, hey, well, let's get into. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say you already mentioned it. You talked about the importance of of uh, of this topic related to principles and. Um, really, I was just going to say, you know, as, as, as educational, as educational leaders, school principals play a crucial role in shaping, um, the learning environment of the building, um, ensuring the, the success of both students and teachers. So today that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to, we're going to dive into the, uh, the world of time management and how mastering this skill, which I use that term loosely because I don't know if anybody actually yeah. masters it. Um, but how mastering this skill can significantly impact uh, the effectiveness and the efficiency of of the school and and just your your leadership in general. Yeah, this is an area that I think we all can get better on. And this is to we talked about this topic and we thought what a perfect time as we're as we're gonna uh, head into March and be in March. And uh, March is a busy time. There's a lot of things happening in the schools when it comes to just that time of year, uh, a lot of your winter activities are wrapping up. You could be involved in some, you know, postseason play and all, 
all that other stuff. You know, they call it March Madness for a reason. Uh, you start getting involved in state testing and all that other stuff. And spring starts to happen. People get excited. Uh, and then you start planning for the end of the year. So it can really become busy. So that's why, Kevin, you and I decided, let's talk about time management. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some strategies for principals and leaders and educators out there. So today, again, join us as we explore the challenges, the strategies, and practical tips that can empower school principals to optimize their time and enhance their leadership capabilities. So Kevin, just like we always do, let's get some clarity around this yeah. topic. Let's let's define it. I mean, we we're, we're talking about effective time management for school principals, but what do we mean by that? Well, let's talk about it as we're referring to the ability of educational leaders to prioritize tasks, allocate resources efficiently, and then maximize productivity in order to fulfill their responsibilities and achieve building district organizational goals within the constraints of limited time. So when I said that, sounds that's fancy. Like a, <laughs> it does sound like a fancy definition, but I want you now to maybe talk about it in a not so fancy yeah. I'll Wait. tell you my non-fancy version of what you just said as you're as you're you're talking about that. It's really it's really about about um, optimizing the use of time, you know, to lead with purpose, drive change, positive change, and create a you know a conducive learning environment that that really helps students and staff develop to the best of their ability. Um, that's my layman's term, layman's definition. I think we I think we put it out there. So now we have a clear definition of what we're talking about when we're talking about effective time management for leaders. Yeah. So why don't you? So let's. So so why? You know, th- this is the fun part. I always think this is the fun part of the yeah. show and fun fun part of the week when we when we're prepping for this show. But some of the statistics out there, I, I found very uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that. So why don't yeah. you why don't yeah. you start us off diving into some stats here. According to a recent study, 80% of school principals report that time management is one of the biggest challenges of their job, okay? On average, school, school principals spend around 60% of their time on management and administrative tasks, leaving little room for instructional and leadership activities. So right out of the gate, I'm, I'm going to say a big chunk of our job is just making sure that the building is running, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's just kind of... It's just kind of the the gist of it. Um, A survey conducted by the National Association of Elementary School Principals found that 70% of school principals feel overwhelmed by their workload, citing time management as a major issue. Uh, Research research shows that school principals spend an average of 25% of their time on tasks that ultimately can be delegated to other staff members, highlighting the potential for improved efficiency. So that's, uh, you know, I've talked about this one in the past. I I, I struggle with with delegating things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird because in the back of my mind, I'm always worried that somebody is thinking when I ask them to do something, hey, do it yourself, dummy. <laughs> like, I always feel like I'm always worried that that's what they're thinking. Or somebody um, doesn't think you're doing your job. Or, right? or I mean, that, yeah. yeah. So... Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one, but that's 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 a me problem. Um, according to a study published in the Journal of Educational Administration, effective time management among school leaders is directly correlated with higher student achievement and school performance, um, which you know is not shocking. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a few. I know we got a couple more. Why don't you uh, give us a couple more? 
Yeah, and then I got a I got a fun one that I just found today too. But I'm I'm going to get to that one here uh, at the end. But you know, a report by the National Association of Secondary School Principals revealed that 60% of principals struggle to balance administrative duties with instructional leadership responsibilities due to time constraints. And I know you and I and our team and the principals that we have conversations with, we talk a lot about that, the administrative duties, managing that, and then you have the instructional leadership things, the things that you want to be able to do. And that's a struggle. Mm -hmm. And that that number does not surprise me one bit at all. Another one here, Kevin, data from the U.S. Department of Education indicates that school principals spend approximately 40% of their time on activities unrelated to student learning, underscoring the need for better time allocation strategies. But here's my point of that one. That one kind of pissed me off, actually, Mm -hmm. because there's so much stuff on our plates, right? Maybe what we should be asking, let's look at the responsibilities of principals and educators out there. Is it even manageable to do in a given day? That that was when I read that, I'm like, well, you're gonna tell me that if I have better time allocation strategies, that I'm gonna be able to get all this done. I'm not quite sure on that. Do I think that time management strategies can help? Absolutely. But the stuff that's on principals, educators' plates right now. I don't know. I, I I don't even know if it's manageable to say that we're going to do this uh, in a given day. What do that, you think about well, that? Well, that was my thought too. I was actually surprised that that forty percent wasn't higher. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I say it all the time. I feel like the majority of my day is. I feel like it's two categories. It's it's here's all the things that I'm supposed to be doing that are. <laughs> that are good for the building, things that have to get done, you know, all, all those things that, that, like I said, the things that you have to do in order to run a building of any size. Yep. But then there's all this other stuff that just comes up. And I know we're going to get into, I'm kind of kind of leading us down the path here. There's all the distractors. Yeah. There's all the things that happen that we can't plan, um, that, that weren't on your list of to-dos, um, and and I th- I think you're right. In fact, time management is almost I don't know, man. It's it, it's almost it's almost an insult. It's almost right. It, it, yeah, I mean, it, there, there's this weird. It's almost like a backhanded compliment. Like um, we're going to say, give you more, so you can get better with it. Yeah, it's not it's not about it's not about whether or not administrators know how to manage their time. It really does come down to the question that you just kind of asked. Are the things that we are required to do even possible to get done in a given day? And get done well, yeah, right? That's the bigger question. And and yeah, so that, now you're talking about you're talking about models. You're talking about different model educational models. You're talking about, yeah. you know, is it is it just principal and APs? Is it is it deans? Is it I mean, there's there's all sorts of different ones, right? And so then you have to to me, that's that's probably the bigger question. I agree with you. Yeah. And so that will be, and maybe that's a topic for another day. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, maybe that will be something that we can uh, bring yeah. up and talk about. Another one here uh, says that surveys show that only 20% of school principals receive formal training or professional development on time management skills, highlighting a gap in support for this criti- critical aspect of their role. And I think, I think back to my training and schooling and all that stuff. I don't remember getting any type of formal training on time management skills. How about you? 
No, but there's a whole slew of other things that I didn't get training on either. <laughs> so True. just added to the but list. Hey, welcome. To the list. Yeah. Just added on. But I mean, I think that 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 goes, but and that's why I think today's topic, you know, we're gonna we're gonna highlight some things and we're not gonna go extremely in depth no. on some of these. But I I wanna tell you this funny one that I, I I'm gonna call it funny. But today, again, I was looking at uh, some other research out there, but there was a study done by Microsoft found that the average attention span has decreased from 12 seconds in 2000 to eight seconds in 2013, less than the nine second attention span of a goldfish. I was just going to say, isn't that less than a goldfish? Yeah. Can you, and I want to know now, I mean, that was 2013, right? What is it in 2024? I mean, are we at like six seconds, five seconds? I mean, you think about, you know, with social media and jumping on all your apps and quickly just flipping through all those things. But that to me is like, okay, squirrel, you know, where are we going? What are we doing? Mm -hmm. How can you, and a lot of what we're talking about is how can we be present in what we're doing and do it well and get it done. So we're going to talk about these, um, these strategies for time management today, and hopefully it'll help, I know you and I have talked about these and we've gone back and forth on these and had discussions and some of them we use and some of them yeah. uh, we might use. And and so, but again, these statistics that we just talked about and facts, I think just help provide a deeper insight into the challenges. And I want to use the word opportunities surrounding time management for school principals and school leaders. All right. We got a couple questions here, Kevin. I'm going to ask you this first one here. So, and you were kind of alluding to this mm-hmm. earlier, but what are the main barriers that you think hinder effective time management for school leaders? Yeah, I think I'll throw some out here. I think I think the first one I want to talk about is just lack of prioritization, um, which really just means, man, you're just not good at figuring out what you need to do. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that's that's the long and the short of it. Is is are you able to effectively create a list of tasks? and rank them in order of importance. You know, you know that's really what that says. And so, um, you know, or, I mean, do you need to use some type of chart? Do you need to use the, I always remember the, uh, I don't remember what it's called, but the, the four squares and this is important, but it doesn't need to get done now. This is not important and it doesn't need to get done now. This is important and it needs to get done now. You, you know, you put them in a box. You know what that's called? I can't remember. That's called... It's called the Eisenhower matrix. There or we go. Or it's called the, um, it's also can be called like the, ur- or the urgency and importance, yes. you know? Yes. So, so, I mean, if is that something that somebody that you need to do? If so, great. Have it on your mm-hmm. desk every, every day. Um, and when you think of something, oh, hey, I need to get this done. Physically put it in one of the boxes. I mean, that's that's one strategy. But so that's one thing: lack of prioritization, the ability to to, to rank things of importance. Um, here's the other one that I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, and this is this is a huge one. I mean, you talk about the one of the single most impactful things that happen to a, a administrator on a daily basis. It's interruptions and distractions. Mm-hmm. Okay, constant interruptions and distractions, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I don't want to sound like, oh, don't anybody bother me. I'm I'm trying to get my stuff done. But we're talking about 
interruptions, distractions from staff, students, parents, external factors uh, that can all disrupt that workflow and 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 really prevent a principal um, from being able to focus on the essential tasks. And and we know it. You can't mm-hmm. predict the day. You cannot predict what students are going to do. You cannot predict what a parent is going to do. You cannot predict who's going to call you. You cannot predict who's going to physically show up in the office at 7.30 in the morning. You can't. And when those things happen, you have to address them. And we've all had days where the day is done and you sit down and you say to yourself, my God, I didn't get one thing I was supposed to get done today because Mm -hmm. it was just one of those days. I don't know too many other professions other than first responders that have to be on our, on their toes and, and kind of navigate all the distractions and interruptions like educators do on a daily basis. I really don't. I mean, can you imagine, I mean, working in the corporate world, somebody gives you a task, you sit down everybody leaves you alone until it's done. Yeah. (laughs) And then you get a new task. (laughs) That's not how our days go. That's not how our days go. So that's mm-hmm. that's a huge factor. Um, leading into that, I think is we talked about maybe looking at you know is it really about time management or is it about are the things that we're being asked to do is it even possible to get them done in the daily on a daily basis? So overload of responsibilities. Okay, you know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. Just a huge, huge range of responsibilities, administrative tasks, instructional leadership, staff management, um, community involvement, uh, all those things. They, they can just absolutely overwhelm our schedules and make it very, very challenging to allocate time effectively. Okay. And then this one's going to fall on the fall on the principle, inadequate planning. Okay. Um, making sure that you are doing all the things necessary, establishing clear goals and objectives. Um, if you're not doing that, that's going to lead to inefficiencies, uh, lack of direction, and, and really just difficulty in, in managing your time effectively. And now a word about our partner, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners. HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. Located right here in Maple Grove, Minnesota, HealthWise is ready and able to assist you with becoming the best version of yourself. And now, back to the show. Yeah, I've got a few here, uh, three more barriers here that I want to talk about. And you talked about this earlier, but just poor delegation, right? Being reluctant or the inability to delegate tasks to other staff members, you know, can lead principals uh, taking on too much work for themselves, limiting their capacity to focus on what I'll call high impact activities. Another one could be ineffective communication. Uh if that if that's a barrier of yours, I really think uh, one you want to work on is because those communication challenges within the school community that can lead to misunderstandings, that can lead to miscommunication, that can lead to delays in decision making, and wasted time that could be better spent on productive tasks. So make sure you are communicating, uh, getting back to folks in a timely manner, especially 
again, we're going to talk to some, we're going to talk about some of the strategies here. Cause I do believe there are some good strategies that you can use to understand what is urgent and what needs to get done now versus what are some tasks that maybe are important, but they, they, they're not, you know, they're not short term. They're maybe more a little long term. So we're going to talk about that, but, uh, think about that. Uh, Lack of time management skills. Some principals may lack the necessary time management skills or techniques to effectively prioritize tasks, set goals, and organize their schedules efficiently. So by recognizing and addressing these barriers that we just talked about here, school leaders can develop strategies to overcome these challenges and enhance their time management practices for improved productivity and effectiveness in their roles. It's a very overwhelming position that we're in, mm-hmm. in education with everything that we have on our plate. So when we talk about this, I don't want to say, I don't want anybody thinking out there that, oh, if you just put these time management, your job's going to be a lot easier. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that if there are some things that you can do that can help you, even if they're just small, I would suggest that you do those because anything that we can do that can help us. I want to, I want to use it and I want to, and I want to, you know, make that happen so I can be a better principal leader, more productive in in what I do. Mm -hmm. So how about, uh, let's talk about, let's move into the, the positive impacts of time management. And then there's also the negative impacts. And we kind of already talked about some of those barriers. So I don't know. We did. I'll kind of breeze, I'll kind of breeze through some of the positives. Um, Cause like you said, we did kind of touch base on these a little bit, but just, you know, overall enhanced productivity. I mean, effective time management, it's going to allow the principal to accomplish more in less time. Right. I mean, that's just, that's the name of the game. Um, improved decision-making. Okay. If you're prioritizing your tasks, uh, you're managing that time effectively, you're, you're going to make more um, well-rounded informed decisions. If you're able to, you know, if you're, if you're not sure which task you're supposed to get done first, you might not make the best decision about the about the task in the first place. So just mm-hmm. making sure you're you're prioritizing, you're going to improve the decision making. Um, also reduce stress. I mean, if you are if you are you know, I just said we've had we've all had days where we walk out of the building and we're like, oh my god, I didn't get anything done today. But on the opposite side of that coin, the other side of that coin, we've also all ha- have had days where we walked out of the building and we felt like we just crushed it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. What day did you feel more stressed out? <laughs> right? We need to have more days where we feel like we are managing our time and our workload. Um, and, and again, some of that's a lot of that's going to be out of our control. I mean, sometimes we just have bad days and and there's just things that that get us off track and and that's just the way it is. But um, if we can work towards trying to navigate that in a more productive manner, we're going to have reduced stress. Uh, better work-life integration. Um, if you're getting your stuff done at work and you're you're managing your time more effectively to the best of your ability. You're gonna have less uh, need to do anything outside of work, so therefore you're gonna be able to to put it into your personal um, hobbies and and family and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then I think ultimately increased job satisfaction. I mean, if you're yeah. you're walking into work every day and you're feeling like you've got a handle on things and you're managing your time and you're you're prioritizing your tasks, um, you're gonna be more fulfilled. You're gonna you're just simply gonna have more job satisfaction. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. How about negative really, stuff? Yeah, the 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 negative stuff that can you know impact a leader 
could be just the feelings of overwhelm mm-hmm. and if the feelings of burnout. If you're constantly struggling, struggling, you know, to get things done, uh, to meet those deadlines or manage tasks, that can result in feelings of burnout. And really what you said, that affects a leader's, a person's mental and physical well-being. Uh, two other ones I want to mention here, Kevin, are strained relationships. And when we talk about time management, a lot of times it is being able to prioritize what needs to get done and what's important. And a lot of times, you know, I think about when I, we interview I don't know. We interview, you know, teachers, we interview support staff and all that stuff. And some of the questions that I like to ask are the scenario question of like, all five things are happening here. Which one mm-hmm. do you, which one did you start with? Right. And the first part, it, you're going to need to deal with people, right? People are going to need to be dealt with those things right in front of your face. And so don't, don't strain relationships is what I'm trying to say here by not getting things done in a timely manner. Because if you are struggling with time management, that can lead to strained relationships with your staff. It can lead to strained relationships with your students and it can lead to strained relationships with your parents and families. Because if you are maybe missing an appointment, maybe you have delaying responses or not responding back to a phone call or to an email, that is going to, that's going to come back and bite you. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're figuring out again, what are some of those things that you can do that I, I need to get these things done? You know, for me, I'm still a checklist. I'm still a post-it note. I have those right in front of me. And when I come in the morning, I usually have my things that I know. And then I, I actually just kind of star the things that these have to get done today, regardless of what happens, these have to get done. Uh, and then there's the other things that if I do have time, I'm going to get to these, but really prioritizing that. And that's taken me, you know, uh, a long time. I, and I, the other pieces I like to be able to check those things off. So Mm -hmm. that, that's the thing. And, and people we're in the people business, we're working with human capital. So you want to make sure that those relationships with your staff, with your students, and with your families are a positive one. So really make sure you're taking care of that. The other thing I would say is just don't be stagnant. Um, if, you, if you're becoming stagnant when it comes to uh, you know, time management, you as a school leader may find it challenging to innovate right? We always want to innovate. We want to grow professionally. We want to grow personally. And we want to have that continuous improvement mindset within the school community. So don't become stagnant. So that, that, those are some of the negative things that can happen if you're not taking care in, of your time management. So those are some of the things that positively you talked about negatively. Let's get into now. Let's get into Kevin. Okay. Kevin and Jason, you're talking about these things, but what are some things that I can do now that can help? So let's talk about some this really practical strategies and maybe we can go in depth on a couple of them here yeah. once we get done. Yeah. And we've probably mentioned some of these a little bit, so we might, might breeze over a couple of them, but 
Uh, first one, prioritize. Prioritize your tasks. Um, really just simply identify and prioritize tasks based, based on the importance and urgency uh, to focus on the high-impact activities. Very much like you just said, you're a post-it note guy. You're, you're, you know, that. And, and I'm, I'm kind of all over the board. I mean, I, I try my best to have a dedicated place where I put things, um, Mm -hmm. you know, tasks, things I need to get done, a to-do list, so to speak. Inevitably I have 12 notebooks (laughs) and, and, and they're all over the place. Um, you know, I typically find them all and I know where they are, but I need to get better about that. But I mean, that, that is, I think by and by and large, that's probably the most impactful thing you can do is make sure you know what you have to get done and in what order. Mm-hmm. Um, creating a schedule, um, developing daily, weekly schedule, outlining specific time blocks. You know, on Tuesday from one to two, I am da 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 da, whatever it is. Um, so um, that that can certainly be a a huge help. You know, one thing that I think helps. You, when we talk about it as as an admin team, is when we look at, you know, on Mondays, when we come in mm-hmm. Monday mornings, we have our admin meeting. One of the first things we do is we all pull up our calendars, yeah. right? Yep. We look at our schedules and we say, okay, let's kind of prioritize this week on who's where, when, what, yep. and how. And then we can kind of determine, okay, what, and then we then we start going into what are the big rocks and all that other yeah. stuff. But yeah, that, that creating yeah, that schedule, sure. I think is so important. And I think tied to creating that schedule is that idea of using time blocking, um, really just dedicating blocks of time for certain tasks um, during the week and really just based off the prioritization list. Mm-hmm. Uh, delegating... I mean, do you like do you, do you use like uh like Google Calendar and all that stuff? Are you big in that? I do. Like I said, I use I I don't know what it is. I've I've never come to a consensus on like one single strategy that I love. And and I don't know why. I don't know if my brain just doesn't work that way. Um I, I feel like I'm all over the board. I use Google Calendar, I use the the um what's it called? The little to-do list on the top right in in your mail. Oh the the task, um, the task whatever. bar, whatever yeah. it's called. I use that. Um, I use notebooks. I use notepads. I sometimes text myself stuff. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm all over the place. And so I, I've got to get better about that. Um, delegating. We talked about that and, and, uh, but that is a, that's a big strategy. Delegating tasks that can be handled by other staff members. Obviously, that's going to free up your time um, for things that are, you know, higher on that prioritization list. Um, but that's a that's a, you know, that's a personal thing. People feel personal about that, have personal feelings mm-hmm. about that. Like I said, for me, I'm so aware that every time I ask somebody to do something, I'm thinking to myself, "What are they thinking about me?" <laughs> and that's I got to get over that. I got to figure out how to how to have a better relationship with that. But. Uh, uh, let me go a couple more, and then I know you've got some as well. Uh, setting goals, establishing clear goals, uh, objectives to guide decision making, and ensuring that time is spent on activities. So maybe you have a weekly goal. Maybe maybe it's as simple something as simple as I'm going to get into five classrooms this week, and that's your goal, and you've got it scheduled out. And barring some emergency. You follow your schedule. You look at your calendar. You're like, hey, I'm going to be in so-and-so's class fifth hour on, on Wednesday. And you just do it. Um, and really just dedicating yourself and committing to um, working on those goals for the week. Uh, technology, um, again, we just talked about it. U- utilizing digital tools. Maybe it's calendar apps. Maybe it's task management software. Um, other communication platforms 
setting reminders. I love the reminders. Yeah, yeah I love the reminders. I, I know one of our one of our colleagues is really really good about. I, I he's always talking in his phone, right? Hey, remind yeah. me in twenty minutes to blah 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 whatever. I don't do that very often, um, and I really should because that's just puts it right in front of your face, you know, when mm-hmm. you need to do it. So that's a good strategy. I don't know. Why don't you finish us out with some strategies? Yeah, I would just say limit distractions. Really minimize uh, as much as you can, right? Because we know we're, we're working in the world that we work in, but how can you minimize interruptions by really setting boundaries, right? Maybe it's turning off notifications uh, and creating a work environment that is going to maximize productivity. I, you know, I've gone back and forth on the whole open door policy. You know, my mm-hmm. door is always open. Come on in. But as I've gotten older, there are certain times I shut my door and it's not because I want to be rude or anything like that. It's because there's important stuff that I need to make sure that I need to get done for my sanity and probably for the sanity of others as well too. So I do shut my door. I Most of the time, my door is wide open and people can kind of mm-hmm. come in when they want. But I do, um, you know, try to do that to limit some of those distractions and set the and set those boundaries. Uh, like I said, prioritize yourself um, and practice that intentional self care. Not just the that 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 fluffy layer of just saying self care. Be intentional with it. What is it that you're going to do to prioritize yourself so you are better able to manage your day? and effectively go about what you're going to do and go do the great things that you want to do. But when you're prioritizing, you know, activities for yourself, we talk about this probably every show and we probably should talk about this every show, but how are you putting these activities, practices into place, such as movement, exercise, Mm -hmm. mindfulness, meditation, taking breaks, right? To recharge and maintain your overall well-being that's going to enhance your productivity because if you are taking care of yourself and you are finding that time to do that, you are going to come in, I think, just feeling better and you'll be able to manage your time a little bit better. And then the last couple that I have here, Kevin, are just regular reflection. And I know we've talked about this too, but reflect on some things. Maybe you try something out. Maybe... uh, maybe, you know, leading into the week or leading into a month, you're like, you know what, I'm going to try this thing out this week, or I'm going to try this out this month. Try it out. And then reflect, pause. You know, I'm going to go back to that word pause. And because it's so easy in our jobs to get wrapped up and spin and go and spin and go and spin and go and not stop, breathe, process, think, about what's working, what's not working. So um, Darren Peppard has, you know, we, we had Pep on the show uh, a month uh, or so ago, but he talks about it from, you know, he talks about going up to the balcony, taking a mm-hmm. view from the balcony, right? Remember him talking yep. to us about that? Yep. And I know he had a pep talk uh, recently about that too, but taking time to pause and, and, and looking at looking at the whole picture of, of what's working, what's not working, making sure you do that. The other piece I would say with that is you're going to have to do that individually, but then do that too with your team, right? Do that with, if it's your leadership team, if it's your admin team, your department, whatever, you know, cause you need that, you need those connections and you need those other uh, folks to be 
looking at that as well too and reflecting on uh, the, the things that are happening within the building. But reflect, I'm going to go back to this, but just reflect on your time management practices regularly. Identify what's working, what's not working. If something's not working, don't do it. If, if you don't find something, you know, if we're talking about something here, I know Kevin, you and I, we've talked about certain things. You use certain things, maybe some technology yeah. pieces that I don't use, or I use something that you don't use. That's okay. The whole purpose of what we're trying to do here on this two principles, we're all on our journey and we're all trying to figure out what works for us. And if there's something that works for you, use it. If it doesn't, don't use it. And then the last thing here, Kevin, before I wrap it up, uh, is just PD. Look for just different things that maybe can help. And maybe there's some professional development opportunities on time management or on organizational skills. Those things can help you as a leader uh, to continually enhance the effectiveness in managing your time. I want to go to, I, I want to talk about two of these in depth because okay. a lot of times, Kevin, we talk about, we just, we just shared 10, right? We shared yep. 10 strategies and within those 10, we talked about, you know, some other things, but within these 10, I want you to, I want you to tell listeners about like, say when, I, when you said setting weekly goals, mm -hmm. what, what would that look like for a principle? Just give me a, a maybe a hypothetical, hypothetical. What would that look like? Yeah. Yeah. We'll call, we'll call this principal, uh, principal Johnson. Um, hey, we know a principal Johnson. Yeah, we, we do. What, here, here's a real life example. Principal Johnson sets, a, sets aside time at the beginning of each week, uh, to establish specific goals and priorities for the upcoming days. By outlining key objectives and tasks for the week ahead, Principal Johnson creates a roadmap to guide his actions and ensure that he stays focused on the activities that align with the school's strategic objectives. That's very specific, and that is very intentional. Sitting down and, and saying, mapping out five days in advance, saying, these are the things that I want to get done. Um mm -hmm. And, and, and also there's, there's a little bit of reflection in there too. It's why are these things important? Why am I getting these, wanting to get these things done? Well, because they relate to something bigger. They relate mm -hmm. to uh, school's strategic, uh, strategic plan and, and all that stuff. So that's a very, very real life intentional uh, example of what it looks like for setting weekly goals. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that makes a lot of sense. I want to, talk about, I'll give, you a, I'll give you an example and something that I, I don't know, over the last couple of years that I use, but it's, it's implementing the two minute rule. Okay. And what I mean by that is I follow this so-called two minute rule, which states that if a task can be completed in two minutes or less, I'm going to do it immediately. Hmm. So if a task can be completed in two minutes or less, boom, I'm doing it now. I'm going to get it done. I'm just checking it off. And by addressing quickly the small and straightforward tasks that arise, that prevents me from accumulating and becoming a source of distraction or procrastination and really saves me time in the long run. And so that's been something that I've been doing. I'd Like I said, for the last, I don't know, one to two years is if it and I tell myself, I, I look at it, can this get done in less than two minutes? Boom, I'm doing it now. Uh, and that has really helped because it 
really kind of cranks things off pretty quick. And then the big stuff that I have to spend time on, I will spend time on that. So, uh, so sure that somebody walks spend. into your office, you're in the middle of a task. They walk into your office, they present you with, with an issue or whatever it is. And if you are able to calculate in your brain, Hey, this is only going to take two minutes to address. You stop what you're doing and you address that. Yep. Okay. And we do it and we get it done. Yep. Okay. And, we get, and usually what I'll say too is, People are always going to come first. Yeah, uh, Like I said, we are in the human capital business and we work with people and we work with emotions. People are always going to come first. Yeah. If it's something that I know is going to take long or I don't have it scheduled, I will say to the person, hey, I really appreciate you bringing this to me. Let's set up a time to discuss this so we can have um, you know, yeah. meaningful conversation sure. about this. Sure. Uh, if the other piece of advice that I got, if somebody really wants a decision right, right now, <laughs> you, you could say, Hey, you might not like my decision right now. So you can either take my, you know, take the time and we, we will, we'll plan this out and we'll, we'll set up time to do it. Or I can give you an answer, but you might not like my answer right now. So yeah. do you want I mean, a bad decision now or a more yeah. thought out decision, but you're going to have to wait. Yeah. yeah. But I do think Kevin, those, uh, practical strategies, uh, when you can when you can incorporate those into your daily routines, principals, leaders, educators can optimize their time, improve their productivity, and effectively lead their school community and building towards success. So though, again, those are just some of the practical strategies. There's multitude of other ones, but we wanted to hit on those today. Mm-hmm. I want to do two things before you land this plane, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of them is let's let we always got to talk about mental health yep. on the show. This is why we why we brought the two principles because we want to talk about mental health. But um, when we talk about mental health and we talk about effective time management, that can have a significant impact on your mental health by managing your time effectively. You can reduce stress and create more opportunities for self care. Remember to prioritize your well-being as much as your work. And I want to read that one more time. We put the, we put a lot of this out on our social stuff too, but remember to prioritize your well-being as much as your work. That's the 2P mental health minute. That's what do good. you think, Kevin? I think it's good. It's it's uh it's it's in such need to be talked about. Um I mean, we all, we all, it, you know, it's the one commodity that every single person on the planet gets the exact same amount, mm-hmm. right? I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how poor you are. I don't care where you live. I don't care what you drive. I don't care what your job is. I don't care who you like. I don't, I don't care your political views, nothing. Everybody gets the exact same amount of time. Mm-hmm. And man, is it important. And, and how you manage it and what you choose to do with it who you choose to interact with, how you choose to reflect on the things that are happening, it it makes up who you are. And um, it's such an important piece. And, and, and again, how it ties into mental health, it's it's uh, just an important message. So like you said... Land, land this plane, bro. Land the plane from the guy who's afraid to fly. Here we go. <laughs> uh, we always like to leave, leave listeners with two important takeaways. And so today we want to know, I want to ask you what your takeaway is and then I'll give you mine. Um, what's your takeaway for school principals regarding effective time management? I talked a little bit about this earlier. I guess I want to 
clarify it or really kind of zone in on it, but it's that regular reflection and making adjustments. So regularly checking in and reflecting on your time management practices. Be intentional with that. Assess what's working, what's working well, and what needs improvement. And then make the necessary adjustments to optimize the efficiency of them. So if something's not working that you're trying with managing your time, don't do it. I would also say if there's something that you're like, hey, I want to try, try it. See if it works. And again, know that it might take a week, it might take a month to really uh, put it into practice. But that regular reflection of what's working, what's not working, what needs improvement, and then make the necessary adjustments is, is so important. And by continuously evaluating and refining your approach to time management, school leaders can adapt to changing circumstances and enhance their effectiveness in leading the school community. So that's my takeaway today, pal. What is yours? That's good. I'm going back to prioritizing. Um, I think it is just vitally important that a principal is able to accurately create a list of tasks and responsibilities that are in order of importance. And if you're somebody who just, for whatever reason, is ineffective at that, man, you're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a hard time because you're going to be missing deadlines of things that are important and are urgent. Mm -hmm. If you are constantly living in the world of dealing with things that are unimportant and not urgent, yeah, you might have a really good day and you might be having a lot of fun. Um, just notice my dog walking behind me. Um, <laughs> but you have to be able to effectively identify what's important and what's not important. If you can't do that, man, you're going to have a rough go at it. So so work on work on that ability to prioritize. Awesome. Yep. I love it. Hey, as we conclude this episode on effective time management for school principals, we hope that the strategies Kevin and I shared, the examples, the insights have provided valuable guidance for you as an educational leader and your hopes of striving to optimize your time and enhance your leadership effectiveness. Hey, remember, mastering time management is not only about managing tasks but also about aligning your actions with your school's vision and goals. Yeah, absolutely. By prioritizing tasks wisely, setting clear goals, utilizing time blocking techniques, and reflecting on your time management practices, you can maximize your impact as a principal and lead your school community towards success. Remember, effective time management is a continuous process of learning, adapting, and refining your approach to ensure that you are making the most of your time and resources. Yeah, thanks for joining us on this journey to explore the importance of time management for school principals. We encourage you to implement the practical strategies discussed today and strive for continuous improvement in managing your time effectively. Your dedication to enhancing your time management skills will not only benefit you as a leader, but also positively impact the students, staff, and stakeholders within your school community. Wishing you success in your journey towards effective time management and impactful school leadership. And until next time, stay focused, stay organized, and lead with purpose. Thank you for listening. Keep living and leading with purpose, and remember, it all starts with you. <laughs>